0: The stripped down, know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're a shit or a fart, from one week to half a heart, we're, it's all been done, the podcast. Anywhere he's gonna be, that's where I wanna be. It's my co host, Evan.
1: If I try to write about him, someone's gonna diss me. It's my co host, Saker. (laughs) Aww. Who would diss you if you wrote about me? I don't know. I was just thinking, like, who would, do you have any enemies that would come out of the woodwork if I, like, if I, like, publish an expose on Saker? Uh, I think friends would come out of
0: the woodwork if you published an expose. People would be on your side. They'd be like, "I knew that guy was a piece of shit
1: the, all along." I don't really. Would, I wouldn't have too many bad things to write about you, though. Can you write a positive expose? Like, sure, it's not like, interesting. You could, you could do like that. Th- yeah, I mean, it, it could be like if you were like a secret philanthropist or something, and it's mm. like, yeah, I bet you didn't know that Saker donates fifty percent of his. Uh, I don't know why I'm doing it in this accent, but <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know that Saker donates fifty percent of his his income to uh, uh, starving children. That's all right. That's your mother tongue, right? I would your say mo- <laughs> international mother tongue day. Yeah. I don't know. I guess my mother tongue... No, my mother tongue is like Midwestern dialect.
0: Yeah, and your native tongue is also Midwestern Midwestern dialect. dialect. Yeah.
1: God, how lucky are we that we live in the place that everyone sounds like?
2: (laughs) How
0: lucky are we that we only speak one language from birth and never... had?
1: I mean, you speak... Would you say you're conversational Japanese or fluent or... I would say once upon a time, I was conversational in Japanese. Uh, Now, Now you are. It has been, what? 10 years since i've spoken it in earnest and while i can still understand what people are saying on like taigas and stuff uh-huh. most of the time still i uh i wouldn't ha- hazard a conversation with an actual that's nippon Jin.
0: pretty impressive though that you can tell what people are saying in tv shows that's, i have
1: a lot that's huge uh, well it's a lot better with women than men because that's a, that's the a thing with um japanese learners uh, at least in america is that everyone who teaches us is a woman. Like, I don't think I, uh. I had maybe one male teacher and like 20 female teachers. So, And the difference between the way men talk and the way women talk in Japanese is a, is a pretty big difference. Um, so it's a lot easier for us just to understand women than men, That's which so is fun. so weird.
0: I'm thinking back to OU's curriculum, and I think most of the Japanese teachers were
1: men. There's Oshita-sensei, there was... Huh. was uh, Gucci and Thompson, yeah. Toguchi, Thompson, and, yeah. But I think once I... Once I um, transferred to that coven of um what do they they, they use a specific type of Jordanites at uh, um ohio university ohio state university they were mm-hmm. you know i don't think i don't think there was any men there so i had okay 20 japanese <laughs> female japanese teachers cool all at the they same are. time just yelling at you um they hardly <laughs> ever yelled it it was they never yell but they're always like that it's like when you mess up and your parents like i'm not angry i'm just disappointed <laughs> like that's that's the that's big big dis- i'm just disappointed energy from sure. japanese, from every japanese teacher i sure. uh sure sure, like, sure i sure. expected more out. more from you
0: can i tell you every uh thursday uh some friends and i get together over zoom and we have a uh, movie night where we all watch the same movie at the same time and we talk to each other right so this week we watched a movie on amazon prime we watched Clue, which is classic.
1: Um, by the way, today's episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime.
0: That's correct. Yes. Jeff Bebos, our best friend. Jeff Bebos support has the podcast. offered to...
1: If you use the link in the show notes, Jeff Bebos will give us a quarter of a cent. <laughs>
0: Um, And afterwards it just went to the Amazon Prime screen And I was like, I don't know, let's just click random things So I clicked a random TV show, happened to be a Japanese TV show I clicked the third episode and I fast forwarded to 11 minutes in And the very first thing I saw was a naked man Sticking a toy curry into his foreskin And then squeezing it out slowly So that the curry ejected like a vending machine (laughs) I just wanted to tell you that I just, I just wanted you to know that that's randomly what I turned to at 11 minutes in to a Japanese game show. Probably fate. Probably fate accompli at the very least because yeah. it knew that well, I wanted it. Yeah,
1: they're um they're less uh, body. I guess maybe they're equally body shaming, but they're like uh they're less nudities, less taboo over there. I think
0: 100. So the whole theme of this game show is it's 10 comedians in a room with each other, and they have to make each other laugh. So they'll just do random shit. Like the one guy stripped down and shoved a toy into his foreskin and forced it out. Yeah. And it made another one laugh. And so he lost.
1: I remember a bunch of parties there where people were just taking off clothes when I was in Japan. It was like, it's it's a comedy thing. And like How weird, like just flashing, like flashing someone as a joke. But it was all, mm. these are all parties with other men. Like there were no women there because it was at the Kendo Club. So it wasn't like, I guess it was okay there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going mean, to judge them on their cultural Sexually lories, assaulting like, another man. Totally fine. Huh? Um, I don't know. I yeah, it's a, uh, a fine line for me to walk and I don't have to walk it because ooh. I'm just a white guy and <laughs> well, I'm just throw up my hands and walk slowly backwards. I
0: am thinking that at your parties that you used to throw yearly, people did take their pants off and switch pants. And that was like
1: a, yeah. a, a common occurrence. Yeah, well, yeah, that happens sometimes. <laughs> I, can't say that I'm pr- I can't say that I'm proud of that. I was never a participant and it never happened like in my view. Oh, okay there's only like four rooms where things happen i'm surprised
0: right. they never happened i was just i was just never in the room where people were
1: taking pants off
2: surprising Lucky Sp- me.
0: fun part of the party um okay e-
1: <laughs> as long as everyone as long as everyone's consenting that's fine,
0: really, fine by it. uh ebo um i didn't mean to tell you that i didn't mean to tell you about those parts of the parties and i can't believe i said that out loud mm. Ugh. But you know what? That does bring us
1: to this week's song. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop it right there, buddy.
0: (laughs) This week's song is called Did I Say That Out Loud? And if you've never heard it before, here is a quick sample.
3: I know you're not to kiss and tell. But maybe nobody has ever kissed as well as you do don't know what's got a hold of me alcohol or alchemy i know you're not to
0: kiss and okie dokie did i say that out loud what a title first off we have a whole sentence yeah. a whole question we have an excuse, Im-
1: implied excuse listener. me sir can i can i trouble <laughs> you like i wonder what it, the longest song title is in the bare naked ladies canon and also in Human world.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, the world's longest song titles, of course. Uh, number one is uh, Christine Lavins. Regretting what I said to you when you called me at 11 o'clock on Friday morning to tell me that one o'clock Friday afternoon you were going to leave your office, go downstairs, hail a cab to go out to the airport to catch a plane to go skiing in the Alps for two weeks. Not that I wanted to go with you. I wasn't able to leave town. I'm not a very good skier. I couldn't expect you to pay my way, but after going out with you for three years, I don't like surprises. Parentheses, a musical apology.
1: And we're going to put a little clip of that in right here.
2: <laughs> I didn't mean it when I said I hope. The cable in the elevator snaps when you step on board. And I was joking when I said...
0: Uh, I- wow, that's a big-ass song title. Holy yeah. shit. Um, that beats the fuck out of any Panic! at the Disco song. Yeah, I think that, like...
1: <sighs> I feel like with titles in general, the longer they are, the more like you get a lot of diminishing returns, right? You want your title to be—I mean, you can—it can be a certain length, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. want it any longer than like—I don't know. There's like a sweet spot of like six to eight words or four to eight words somewhere in there. I don't know, two to zero to eight I words.
0: Is yeah, <laughs> to anything words.
1: without a title?
0: Um, they, aren't there Cigarettes songs that don't have title?
1: Oh yeah, they're just like a. a Open open parentheses <laughs> close parentheses. That's like an album of theirs, isn't it?
0: I think so. Yeah, all the yeah. yeah all the lyrics on open parentheses close parentheses. Um, yeah, they also uh oh yeah all the songs on that are called untitled. So I guess
1: there's just no and they all kind of sound the same. Do they really? I don't. I've never listened to. I know you're a Cigarettes Boy, aren't yeah, you? I like Sig- I like Cigarettes. It's it's mood music, right? You just kind of hmm. put it on while you're doing something else because he's just he's just gonna sit there going. It's like if Tom York. Like, it's like Tom York's Patronus. Like the, the <laughs> it's just like when Tom York gets attacked by Death Eaters and he like raises a little wand and then something just comes floating through the woods and just goes. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just Cigaros for you, but because he's Sigur- just mut- he's just muttering in his made up language, right?
0: It's got to be the other way around because Sigaross came after Tom
1: York, so Cigaros is using Tom York as a Patronus, not the other well, way around. Tom York, is, you can understand the words he's saying. Oh, I see. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Got I mean, it. What a. What a fucking racket, man. Making up your own language? Sure. How easy. Your next rap album, dude, you should just do it in your own made up language. There
0: you go. That didn't so have you, great prosody. I know, it was a lot no, better. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is pod racing, my
1: friend. <laughs> this is what it looks like. This is what it feels like. Oh, man. We finally beat that fucking Doug Sabulba. <laughs> um. Yeah, so <laughs> what a name for an alien race, Doug. Doug, was that really? Yeah, yeah D U G. That's what Subulba is. Doug. I've been I've been watching a lot
0: of uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, and Doug, you're right. Uh, and uh, I'm getting introduced to a lot of those weirdo fucking races that don't show up in the uh, in the trilogies, and uh, oh, one wow. of them are truly just vampires. They have to be in darkness all the time. They're very pale. You could get away with whatever the fuck you wanted and just say it's an alien race in Star Wars. That's so bizarre. The the
1: galaxy is so big in Star Wars. You just throw it out. I mean, they've got, what, 50 years of expanded universe, like Canon to, to fall back on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just bizarre. It's bizarre. How many, like my people are sentient sticks and the King is a rake. And this is just (laughs) how my planet is. We live on a knife planet. (laughs) It just doesn't make any sense because also, I mean, I I don't know. I, you, you could do literally, if you had a fanon, you could, you could make any, anything you wanted be a, 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 a thing. Yes. Um, yeah, I guess that's
1: good. I, guess I mean, the, it's like good the, the, the canon races that everyone them. recognizes are little teddy bears, big teddy bears, <laughs> slugs that laugh. Like, I mean, <laughs> like those are like the races that everyone associates with Star Wars. Like those are the normies, normies right?
0: Yes, I suppose that's true. Uh, yeah, then there, you have like the second tier people. You've got like humans in the first tier. Then you got second tier, which are like the Twi'lek, like the fucked up people that people sort of know. the the yodans whatever they're called
1: oh they're unnamed race the grogu's
0: the grogu's of the world that's correct Uh,
1: yoda yaddle and grogu i think are the only three we've ever seen i bet there's some i bet there's some expanded universe thing that delves deep into the yoda backstory and then it's been subsequently denied
0: oh i'm sure it's eu shit that is no longer a thing yeah
1: fucking Um, european
0: union it's so weird that it's a mysterious species. How long? Star Wars has been on since 1977, and we still haven't fucking identified Master Yoda's species. That's
1: so weird. It's good. It's I mean, fine. You got to keep a little mystery in the Star Wars Laughing Slug universe. I guess
0: so. It's just wild that they have so much canon, and they haven't expounded upon that. So weird. So weird. Well, uh,
1: fortunately, like Lucas, was, I guess, didn't get a chance to, because I'm sure he would have introduced us to a whole fucking planet full of yodas
0: yeah lucas joked that yoda was the illegitimate child of kermit the frog and miss P- piggy that i'm gonna take as canon that yeah. when frogs and pigs
1: fuck you come out with a yoda it's <laughs> pretty good But i mean they've miss piggy and kermit have had kids like have canonically they? in a number in like a uh, muppet christmas carol they've got kids and all the male kids are frogs and all the female kids are pigs like
0: <laughs> i did not realize
1: that yeah they've got they've there've been a couple times where they've actually had kids Oh my god,
0: horrifying, I guess. Uh it's weird that can you imagine having a baby and if it looked like a uh, a man it looks like you and if it looks like a woman it looks like somebody
1: completely different. That's well, yeah. I mean it'd be like a you know like an interracial couple and if uh if the 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 man is black and the woman is white um if you have a girl then you have a, it's she's white and if you have, <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Luke. Interesting. Yeah. I mean that that happens sometimes like a uh, um Especially with interracial couples, like where they will be very dark and have a very very light skinned skip sibling. Sure. Yeah. 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 That makes and I think sense. that's. I mean, that's a good way to sort of point at white privilege, where you see two people who have had the exact same upbringing, and one of them is a little bit darker skinned and has a much rougher time. Sure. Yeah.
0: But anyway, we're talking Ooh, about Yoda's boy. here. We're talking. We're talking about. Did I say that out loud? What oh, the fuck I thought, did we go? I thought We
1: were talking about Yoda's. Damn it. <laughs> No, the
0: show swap was several weeks ago. We could have done a Star Wars show. That would have been fun. We should have done that. Is there that.
1: a Star Wars show on the Chrome Groves? The uh, Chrome, there's,
0: Chrome there's, Groves? A, there's a show right now where they do role-playing games, and this season they're doing a Star Wars one. Um, I don't want to play a role-playing game. Well, I mean, we could have just fucking faked it. Uh, There's 294 Note Streak, which ranks all the Guitar Hero songs, but during show swap week, uh, they ranked uh 294 Star Wars ships. So they just fucking decided that's what they were going to do and did it. Uh, uh, and yeah, uh, you don't want to rank uh. 300 objects. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, did I say that out loud? Who boy. Uh, He-bo. He-bo. what, what himbo, what an electronic song we got. You know not you don't want <laughs> to talk about himbos. I don't know if I want to talk about himbos. <laughs> uh, big, big electronic feels in this song. Oh yeah. my God. This is the most electronic that the Bredekin ladies have ever, ever sounded. The right. The
1: boobily beeps. I'm like, I'm always a fan of those. Like, Early aughts, like like actually mid aught, like mid late aught boopity beeps that you mm-hmm. put in, like yeah. there's uh, and I think <laughs> the little boops coming after each of Ed's lines made me laugh out loud. Like, don't know what's got a hold of me. Beep, boop boop. <laughs> <laughs> it's greater than gravity. Boop
3: boop. Don't know what's got a hold of me. Alcohol or alchemy. I know you're not to kiss and tell.
0: The problem was, there was an Atari 2600 in the studio they could not turn off. So they just decided, <laughs> let's make a mountain out of a molehill. Nope. They uh, we were and looking for,
1: uh, they were trying to get a cheap producer. So they, they just hired an Atari 2600 as to their, do it for them. Yeah,
0: correct. Um, ha- Half sentient Atari. Uh, yeah, I don't mind this as a one off, but if this is going to be the style from now on. I got issues, BNL. This cannot be how you make every song, right? (laughs) Like, it kind kind of rules. As a one-off song, I'm I'm into this production style. I'm into the idea of what they're doing. I think it's fun. But, like, if this is their MO, like, we need to have a talk. Because I think we're going to
1: break up. (laughs) I think that, yeah, I think that this is, I don't know. For me, it was less offensive, I think. I didn't, I wouldn't say that I enjoyed the hell out of this song, but I didn't not like it
2: oh okay Um, okay
1: so like i think if they do this forever it's gonna be like one of those relationships where you know you don't sleep in the same bed and you haven't really (laughs) been intimate for like a good a good decade but you know you still kind of you still kind of eat at the same table and you still kind of care for each other okay interesting just settle into a holding pattern forever oh boy that's the saddest thing i've ever heard i think that's way sadder than getting divorced don't you no i think that if you're both comfortable and happy in the in the relationship Even if there's no, like, I don't think that, you know, physical intimacy isn't the end-all be-all. And if you're just kind of, I mean, people think that, like, you're settling. But you don't, I mean, as long as you're okay with it, right? I mean, but then there's also the diminishing returns thing, right? Definition of settling is being okay with it. But, I mean, you should have
0: passion in your life. You should have, you know... Flames,
1: ah, young, shouldn't there be? young boy, little little boy, a little saker,
0: little <laughs> saker. Sometimes, sometimes you just want. Sometimes you
1: just want companionship. But oh, in those five years, I've learned so much
0: about <laughs> the life. gulf of experience between us. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, so you wouldn't mind if manic ladies were just settled into this comfortable pop. Oh no, I, would, I would
1: much prefer them to be all like more E to E than grinning streak. Because right. I feel like e, e to E was more. BNL for me, at least old BNL. Like it was, it was all over the place. Like they, they took some big swings, some big misses, but this is sort yeah. of, this one is just like, yeah, I'm just going to bunt. I'm just going to bunt <laughs> again for a song, you know? Yeah. To a, to i mean been use a baseball, one of the few baseball metaphors I know,
0: but I don't think they were, I don't think they thought they were bunting here because I think they thought they had a radio hit on their hands. Um, I think they carefully constructed this one to become a radio thing. It's one of the only songs on this album to have a video for it. Um, I think they were swinging for the fences on this one. But wasn't um, Boomerang their their attempt to break out? I think they had Boomerang. Odds are, and did I say that out loud? I think they thought that okay, this was going to so be a fucking hit-filled album. Is
1: this strike three for them then?
0: For you, See, but none of those are strikes. Yeah, they're, they're all just like So he's there.
1: So, the first time he hits the ball against the third base, and then they they kind of slide into second and third. So they're on third base. They just got to bring it home with one more radio hit, Sager. Bringing it home. Um,
0: I think this is a they. I think we're both right. I think they had their bat and they pictured themselves as Casey, and they saw the pitch coming across the plate and they swung for the fences. But the bat just nicked the ball a little bit, and it did send it right in front. So it was as if they bunted, but they swung so fucking on. hard. <laughs> yeah. I don't think this. I just don't think this song is a big swing though.
1: I, it's a totally different production style. It's a to, it's every. I think it's a real big swing. I don't know, but that's just me, I guess. I mean, this is this this song is sort of emblematic of the album as a whole for me. Emblematic. Like, if I had to pick a song right out of the center, of, like if you took all the songs huh. of this album and arranged them, and I just randomly picked one to like represent the whole album, it would be this song. Because this is like this this song is like the BNL sound. I mean, apart from. The one where they're like, "If you cut me open, you can count my rings." <laughs> like, yeah. apart from that, pretty much every song has been like that.
0: Yeah, maybe so. Boy, I th- I feel like what was the song that I said could easily have been on Stunt? I think it was Best Damn Friend. That that was very emblematic of the BNL sound to me. Yeah, did I say that out loud? I feel like they were at least doing something with something different. But I could totally see how you know we could see it differently there. Yeah. I, I, you know what, I think this may not have been a radio hit Partially because of the meter of the verses Because I think Ed is is doing some interesting, challenging stuff With the meter of the verses That makes the song perhaps a little difficult to sing along with You know, he, because he's, you know I know you're not to kiss and tell But maybe uh, nobody else has kissed as well as you do Like, he has a rhyme, <laughs> and then he's like I'm just gonna throw a little English on the end of that ball I know you're not to kiss and tell
3: Maybe nobody has ever kissed as well as you do.
1: I felt like when I had heard, like, the first 20% of the song, that I had heard the whole song. Like, I didn't think this, the rest of the song was going to have any surprises for me. And you know what? It didn't. What? Excuse?
3: Except you didn't for, like, think the, the bridge? The, the
1: spoken word bridge, yeah. The,
3: br- I, the... When you get close and my heart goes boom boom pow did I say that out loud when you kiss me and it hits me if I try to write about it someone's gonna diss me miss me miss me now we got a history is it such a mystery how I felt for you how I felt
1: for you if I <laughs> if I were like like prognosticating where this song was going to go, I'd be like, "Yep, they're going to sing. They're going to go. Whoa, oh, oh, and then there's going to be a spoken word bridge. And then they're going to go. Whoa, oh, oh, again. And then it's going to be over. Wow. If I had, predi- it- if, if you would ask me to predict what the song was going to be it- like.
0: Interesting that you're defining it as a spoken word bridge. It's definitely rap to me. Like they're, they're go they're trying to go back to their one. What's week-y the difference sort of between roots? rap
1: and spoken word?
0: Uh, one is sung. I think rap is, you define rap as spoken
1: word. Yeah, because it's, it's, I mean. Spoken word to me doesn't have any meter to it. Spoken word is just like a beat poetry. Spoken word to me is like poetry, I think.
0: Okay. So we're on the same
1: page. I mean, but poetry has meter. Not all. Well, all right. You're talking about like, you're a, right. like a rhythm or a beat, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I would call rap spoken word to me, but again, that's a loose definition and I don't, I'm not going to the mass for it. So <laughs> okay. call it whatever you want, man.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Um. Yeah. Uh, regardless though, it is surprising. I think we can
0: both agree that, that, uh, that breakdown was very, but you No way. You said you expected it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So weird. I it's did like not... the third time Ed has done this on the album. Do a rap breakdown. It, what were the other songs like do a do a like rhythmic chanting sure. <laughs> rap <laughs> breakdown at some point where he's just we've mentioned we've mentioned a couple of terms like like yeah it's a it's because we've called it out because it's like um stunt but he's doing it a little bit slower and more like sure temporally.
0: yeah interesting i i don't i don't know I just, I find, I I thought, I I thought this whole album was filled with interesting swings. Like there's a lot of, and I'll I'll stress again that this song is kind of a sketch that's stretched out to longer terms by doing the same thing. Verse, Mm. chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, 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 chorus. (laughs) But at the same time, stuff like, you know, keeping it real and like off his head have been such big weird
1: Gosh. swings on this album yeah yeah i, I totally forgot about office head
0: yeah <laughs> like what a weird
1: mm-hmm. t-
0: <laughs> and they've been playing so much more with electronic
1: uh doodads like yeah. limits and this song like this but i feel like i feel like the the swings are in this is a weird uh, to, weird baseball metaphors <laughs> so like the swings are all in the same ballpark right Uh huh. they're all like electronica they're all like techno swings whereas like before we'd see like well here we go we're gonna do a murder ballad here we go we're gonna do a a bossa nova song here we're gonna do this and i and again i don't necessarily think that's a bad thing because i hated when they did that (laughs) badly let
0: let me just poke a little bit but you think off his head and keeping it
1: real were kind of techno-y swings they felt they felt like pop techno like like especially when he's using the especially off his head where they're using the um
0: the, sort of the auto tune
1: the auto-tuning the line, the line as a percussive element in the song itself.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. That's it. I, I I could see that. Keeping it real, I'd completely vehemently disagree with. That's just kind of a grungy cowboy mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. But uh but yeah, off of Senate. I, could I see agree. That. Yeah. I agree. Um so 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 there was some interesting stuff going on in this song. Uh for, for number one, I feel really bad for Ty, because as soon as the song started, I was like, oh, these are just big electronic drums that yeah. they're gonna do. Ty does come in later with a kind of a, a deeper making, you know, kind of enrich, enriching the drums with his sound, but boy, he does not have a lot to do on this song besides for a little background bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, besides we have like one melodic guitar and, you know, a very deeply mixed bass. And then we have like a bunch of electronics on this song. Yeah,
1: those fucking boops and beeps, man. Yeah. Like, now- I felt like the the beat and the boops were a little bit intrusive, but like that's where BNL is at right now, so I respect their choice. Yeah, you know? yeah, and like
0: y- it's still organic. I mean, it's Kev. Everything Kev yeah. does is going to be
1: beepy and boopy because that's
0: his whole instrument is a beep boop board. Right? He's a beep lord. Beep lord. He, he is a he is a beep lord. Um, but uh, but yeah, everybody else being a little more electronic. Although I think Jim benefits mm-hmm. from the electronics on this song because we really process his line into this like. Deep thrumming, humming, like bulldozer of a bass line that just fucking burrows into you. Oh, I loved it. It was so good.
3: Let's
0: think about the chorus a little bit. Catchy, catchy chorus without necessarily to me being cloying or, or weird. No, it
1: was bad. I, yeah. I mean, I. I feel like, and again, this is probably just a a flourish of my musical taste being like made in the late 90s, early aughts, but like the whoa, 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 like anytime someone does that in a song, it just feels lazy to me. Really? Put oh. words in <laughs> like, okay get get off my lawn and put words <laughs> in your damn song if i wanted to listen to somebody moan i just put in a cigarasa album uh, so when you when you used to
0: listen to minnie the moocher in your childhood when you grew up in the 1920s when they went honey 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 ho, <laughs> you just started fucking that. kicking That's, your I just your yeah, turntable I my, uh my your victrola
2: into <laughs> <laughs>
0: Your velocipede. For one second, I thought you were gonna say velociraptor, and I got really excited yeah. about the uh, time period you grew up in. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I don't mind Heidi,
1: Heidi, Heidi hose. I don't mind the whoa, oh, oh, oh. The only it just, problem It's just like in the in the early teens, like that was just such a ubiquitous sound. Yeah, like that. What, yeah, it like everybody was doing that.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, because they all wanted to get into car commercials. Because that's where the fucking money is. Like, so every whoa-oh sound sounds like a car commercial. But I don't know. I didn't mind it in this song. They're so good at harmonizing and making, you know, the the non-words sound good. It was was kind of, I was into it. I do see what you're talking about, though, but this is what I'm going back to: where, like, once in a while, this is a treat I can have. Mm -hmm. But if they were to start going Mumford and Sons on every song, then I would be pissed.
1: I think from what I've heard, Farther on they do. They do a lot more of this like whoa whoa and whistling and
0: did you listen to the rest of the are oh, you just talking about future albums
1: or Yeah, I'm what? just talking about like what I've heard of you know, the, the six or seven songs I've heard going forward just sure. randomly. Yeah. Um
0: yeah, they they there's some other weird production stuff in this song too. They have fake hand claps, which boo. Fucking <laughs> oh, no. boo. Get fucking this real hand clap insulting sample Insulting to me. <laughs> Uh, but they put this, like, echo on them where it's
3: like, don't know what's got a hold of me. Alcohol or alchemy. I know you're not to kiss and And it reminds me, do you know,
0: Ev, the, maybe you have no idea what we'll be talking about here, the famous Cisco hold music?
1: Um, I think so. I probably heard it. Okay. We're going to put a sample in right here.
2: <laughs>
0: Song that I fucking love, but it the hand claps of this song sound so much like the Cisco Hold music to me. They even like switch ears as they go, which is I think what the Cisco Hold music does as well. Um, but any I think any sort of fake processed electronic hand claps that add echo to me are gonna automatically just put my brain into like, I'm waiting for them to process my refund, uh, and I have to be on the line here. I see the reflection of YouTube in your glasses. Are you listening to the Cisco Hold music right
1: now? I am lancing to listening to somebody
0: oh yep i've heard this okay oh everybody has yeah it's it's the best i love it's called it so opus
1: much. number one it is indeed by
0: tim carlton and Derek deal that song rules
1: yeah man that's a big swing it's a big swing <laughs> yeah it's good but that's are, what you ever have how, how people like hand claps I mean, that's this I guess the Cisco Hold music is the most self congratulatory song I've ever heard, right? <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> just, just...
0: I hate that you think handcuffs and a song are <laughs> self congratulatory. That sucks to me. Um, we have a fun book ending. I like the. I like this song is thoughtful to me. They bookend the song at the beginning. It's I know you're not to kiss and tell, and the end is I know you're not oh, to well. kiss and tell. Oh well. Whoops. I'm it said, just kind of
1: ends in a good way, though. I like the. Yeah. I like the end.
3: I know you're not to kiss and tell. Oh, well.
0: It's it's a thoughtful thoughtful song, I think. Um, That's all I had about the music. Uh, Should we talk about the lyrics a little bit?
1: Uh, Yeah, I was just thinking before I I was like, I know there are no Kev songs on this album, but I could really use a Kev song just to break this up for me. Like somebody just singing about, you know, what they see on the street and how their, their girlfriend likes chocolate ice cream. You know?
0: sorely fucking missed, right? Like, I didn't like All in Good Time, but we had some Eds and some Kevs and some Jims and some variety on the album.
1: I think I could do without some Jim songs, but I could definitely I could definitely go for a Kev song. Jim songs, <laughs> not missed. I mean, like, Jim <laughs> like, is way more misses than hits for me.
0: Yeah, I suppose so. But I feel like... I feel like you are
1: just heavily weighting it towards early Jim, because
0: when you have fucking like "I Love You" and "Spider in My Room," yeah, way more misses. But as we go on, the later stuff was like, uh, uh whatever the song about helping your child go up the stairs and um, what Peter was the Bird other and one? The, one the
1: on the lookout. Yeah, yeah, those were. I just fun. even those are those are good songs, but I just don't like Jim's style. I don't love it, but wouldn't I mean you need a change up. There's too much Ed in a row here, right? But here's the thing. I think we got spoiled, right? Because that's what bands are. Just a song yeah. by a front, like the front man singing. You're like, I am so sick of hearing the front man <laughs> yeah. of Aerosmith, Steven Tyler, <laughs> sing on Aerosmith albums. Give me some of that blonde guy with the long hair or the other guy with the glasses.
0: I see what you're saying, but in our hauntological view of things, that's not who Bare-Naked Ladies is, right? I guess it is now because Bare-Naked Ladies are a different beast than what they were. But it just feels bad yeah. to me that well, Bare-Naked see, Ladies is not am, what they were. I'm fine with this. I'm not with this. Some, I, just want, I just want a Kev song. I know. I feel you. I think there's a Kev song in the B-sides to this album. I Yum. think there is one that they just disincluded. Non some qualus arum. Um, all right. Let's talk about the lyrics a little bit. Uh, put your hands yeah, up only a little bit because
1: there's not much to talk about
0: <laughs> put your hands up in the air and wave them like you do care Is the <laughs> laziest bNL pivot of all fucking time right
3: now, that put your hands up in the air, wave them like you care and I'll be
0: there anyway. it sucks so hard it's very very bad and lazy um
1: I just don't like it do you are you a fan of of that pivot that was I I'm, I'm almost never a fan of any pivot you're the pivot boy right like i don't liar they just they just all those pivots are just shots across my bows. like i don't (laughs) (laughs) splash in the water like they're missed on me i'm not i'm not the wordplay guy you're the wordplay guy i guess yeah
0: but this is just so so fucking lazy i don't know um there are some
1: history's mysteries uh
0: yeah well that rhymes
1: history with mystery
0: and he also rhymes it with diss me and kiss me (laughs) And like very, very bad. I don't know. The well the, the I think history in specific. The miss me, miss me, now we got a history. Someone's
3: gonna diss me, miss me, miss me, now we got a history. Is it such a miss- What the fuck are you
1: taught? this is some rhyming dictionary garbage well, I mean, speed. Miss me, miss me, now you gotta kiss me is the thing. So yeah. you, that's another that's another pivot, isn't it? But he used kiss me earlier. So I know, that's the joke is it you're expecting kiss me and then you get history. I actually kind of liked that because it it subverted expectations. And by like, I mean, I went
0: uh, <laughs> like that. I'm just wondering, taking that line in its, at its face value, miss me, miss me. Now we got a history. It's like, okay, you missed me, I guess. So miss me,
1: miss me. You had to kiss me. And now we have a history. So we're skipping the middle step here. That's implied. Just, or yeah, yeah, like she misses him because they have a history now yeah yeah or something like that i don't know
0: yeah okay Again, i feel
1: like this song was a uh, very general it was very general and
0: i think that's very generous is for you to say but there, you're right there are no specifics in it and i hate that lack of specificity as we've talked about previously it's
1: fine i mean this uh, like it's a pretty superficial like song overall but i mean it's a nice little ditty about being like head over heels for somebody yeah yeah, I'm like, I mean, I think I, I think it really captures that like flush of chemicals you get when you're in a new relationship and whatnot. Where you're like, I want to be, I want to be there, I want to be with them, I want to be with them. You're, you're like basically addicted to them, for sure. Um, yeah, uh,
0: I do. There is some specificity in this song that actually makes me angry. Like when they reference, oh, black he talks I- about his
1: his bowel movements for like uh in the in the back. It's the, it's really down in the mix, Saker. So he just yeah. goes on for like like a solid minute in the background.
0: Yep, yep. He says, ship me, ship me." Now my pants are history. <laughs> <It's->
1: <laughs> Very, very strange,
0: uh, the black eyed peas reference, when he says, "Boom, boom, pow,
3: when you get close and my heart goes boom
0: like stop referencing other songs in your song. it isn't it wasn't cute in blame it on me. It's not cute now, you're just inviting comparisons to a better dance song, like not good, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. I hate when songs reference other songs because it makes you just think of the other song.
1: Um, what if you only referenced worse songs? That's like songs okay. That are just genuinely bad. What? <laughs> um. Uh. Remember
0: when you that guy? We both just pantsed him. Think about the German national anthem. <laughs> I could have done that faster and better, but I did not. <laughs>
1: Deutschland, Deutschland, Uber alles. Who you gonna call is Ghostbusters.
0: (laughs) No, you're inviting a comparison to a better song. You did it by accident. Uh, if I try to write about it, someone's going to diss me and
3: it hits me. If I try to write about it, someone's going to diss me, miss me.
0: Could this be a reference to a badly reviewed love song on another album? I think that's a possibility. Like last time I wrote about love songs, somebody said it fucking sucked, but I'm going to do it again.
1: (laughs) They went too specific. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Remember when I did
1: all be that girl, everybody disliked that song. (laughs) Actually, everybody loves that song. Uh, could this I think, be? I think an, I think old BNL would have done this, but the narrator would have had a quirk, right? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, yeah. But Ed still would have sung it
0: because this is a song not about being a bad boyfriend, about yeah, yeah, something else. Yeah. 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 Um. Could this be about the woman that Ed cheated on his wife with? Uh, if I try to write about it, <sighs> someone's a- gonna diss me, and it's gonna be TMZ. And my wife, and <laughs> I don't think that's true, but I thought it was something to think about. Yeah, I mean,
1: this this definitely fits in the canon of Ed having an affair, our Ed having an affair um, fanfic that we're writing about Ed.
0: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Somebody's got to fuck Ed. Yeah, <laughs> the fuck beast Ed. God, I forgot about that. I keep meaning to get that fanfic right on. No, I don't. I'm never going to do that. Um, there are some good lines in this song outside of that rap breakdown. Uh, I thought alcohol or alchemy was a very mm. cute and very good line, and then to switch it up later with a uh, greater than gravity in the same spot, next verse was like, "Oh, cool! They're doing like al al
1: ger like cool <laughs> al- little like alger alger alger." Um, it's cute. So this guy is this guy drunk throughout the entire song?
0: I think I think initially the drinks are what attracted them to each other. Like, oh, we're both a little drunk. Oh, Let's did, make she, out. She slipped him a Mickey. Oh my god, you think she date raped him? Is that where you're going with this song?
1: Not necessarily date rape because we don't get any um intimation of anything physical happening apart from a kiss. And a a, a ki- an unwanted kiss is a sexually aggressive thing, but Sure is. Um yeah, I don't know. Okay. Don't know.
0: Interesting. Um no I don't know I think I think they were both drunk and that's what led them to make out
1: and then they were So what's like, the alchemy they were both get, getting drunk like trying to turn lead into gold or something Oh
0: some that's in, po- well they were some, trying some, some to some hermetic
1: turn... uh sorcery they were trying to turn water into wine and they succeeded and so now they can get drunk whenever they want alcohol and alchemy my friend Well, it could be they just uh, they were trying to do it turn water into wine but they ended up just drinking a bunch of uh, um mercury <laughs> oh no because <laughs> so that's how most of those alchemists died right they're like two mercury it's a, it's an amazing substance it just <laughs> it turns live bodies into dead bodies
0: <sighs> um yeah that's very possible that they were drinking just straight up fucking cyanide or oh they were going crazy i understand sure so that's the alchemy and the alcohol um there are a couple yeah like i'm already miles ahead and i intend to be wherever you are is a very another spin sentiment
3: but I'm already miles ahead, and I intend to be wherever you
0: are.
3: Don't know what's got a hold of me. It's greater than gravity.
0: Right, this is Kev stalking this woman. Like, I'm miles ahead of you. I know I'm going to be there when you get there. <laughs> I saw the receipt on your email for the flight you're taking, and I'm taking an earlier flight. <laughs> um yeah, I called the hotel pretending to be your boyfriend <laughs> and found your room. <laughs> There's roses on your bed, uh, but I uh, think it's your bed. Why? Why is did I say that out loud? The crux of this song is there some secret shame to having gotten close to this woman? Is it taboo? Are they not supposed to be talking about it?
1: I think that 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 just sort of for me that sort of. Um... Is emblematic of the like start of a relationship where you're not sure, like where both of you are into each other, but you don't really want to say it, like, like and give away, give it away because you're afraid how the other person's going to react. Interesting.
0: I guess I've never been like that in any of my relationships. I have always you're just
1: stone fucking cold. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Not only did I not feel it, I said, I told them I didn't feel anything. Yeah. And then I got married. No, I'm always too open, maybe. I always say, oh, hey, I really like you. Hey, hey. Like, <laughs> hey. I really like you. And you go, nope. <laughs> no, I always, I feel like it's better, it's more vulnerable. It's nice mm-hmm. to be vulnerable. Uh, but maybe yeah. that was a product of my upbringing no, where I think, toxic no, that masculinity that's... was not a part of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's people should be more open, right? In relationships. Right. And that's right. sort of where you get in a long-term relationship is where you both can be totally open with each other. Yeah. I just, about a lot of stuff.
0: you can piss and poop in front of one another. And I understand Never. I what you're saying. <laughs> Never. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just felt like, cause if like, if I kissed a hot girl at a party, maybe we both had a drink and then we made out, I would totally go home and go to my friends. Like, yo, guess what happened at a party last night? I fucking made out with a hugger. <laughs> like, I, I would kiss and tell immediately. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's just me, I guess. Um, is that, I don't is think that, I would, no. Re- uh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it is. Maybe it's
1: somewhat uncouth. Keep it close. Keep it close. Why keep it, secret, keep it keep close? It
0: don't you want to? That's just That's just how I am. But it's like you want to celebrate it, don't you? Uh,
1: not particularly,
0: no. Wow. Okay. Your joys are private joys. Ev, I feel like I know you but I also feel like there's a whole Evan that I've never met and that I never will.
1: I think you met that Evan when we went to uh, um, Gen Con for the first time and
2: you did not like
1: him. (laughs) Do you always just make noises
0: (laughs) with your mouth? Wow. I look back on it fondly now, but (laughs) at the time, uh, I don't know. I do want one more thing about the rap breakdown, the drum lead out from the rap, rap breakdown. Fucking rule. It's, it is some, uh, you know in the it, in the air tonight level <laughs> drum fill It it, it, it I want to marry it and have a hundred children with this fucking drum lead out
1: I
3: fell for you
1: all the drum children will look like drums, and all the boy <laughs> children will look like seki's. Uh-huh.
0: We'll have several children that are sentient and several that aren't. <laughs> that are just sitting there.
1: Oh, your your sentient children can play your non sentient children.
0: Oh, weird. Yeah, do you think you but would? Cool. Do you think you would
1: play way better if the uh, like the violin that you're playing is your brother, Was
0: your child, <laughs> or your brother? Uh probably. Yeah, I think Man, what you would you, care what more? if you could only
1: have shitty instruments. <laughs> like. It's always out of tune, and the strings are warping, and things like that.
0: <sighs> Baby, we're gonna keep having kids until we stop having kazoo's. I'm tired
1: <laughs> of our kazoo family. <laughs> my son has a harmonica now. He found it in my like music box, uh-huh. box full of instruments, and he just, I keep taking it away from him because he just, you know, runs around playing the harmonica as loud, and he keeps getting it back somehow wherever I put it, and <laughs> he'll he'll pull it out in the weirdest places. Like we'll just be driving in the car, and he'll
2: just, <laughs> I'm
1: like, where the did you get a harmonica from?
0: Very strange. You told me the very first thing he did when you gave it to him is he went...
1: He played Blues Traveler's riff uh, like one-to-one, right? God, yeah. John Popper is a fucking... One of the best uh, harmonicists in the entire world.
0: I don't know if I ever told you this, but there was a guy who, uh, when I ran karaoke and even when I went, uh, his name was Smokey Blues. That's the only way he would want to be credited on his slips. Good and for him. He, he, he ruled. He was like a maybe 65, 70 year old man, but he came with a case of harmonicas, each one tuned to a different key. And he would put in a song and he would come up with his harmonica. He would put a chair up on stage and he would play, it was all songs with harmonica solos that he would play over. And it was so fucking cool when I was he in the sing audience. to it as well? Yeah, he would sing the song and then he would play the harmonica solo. Except when I started KJing, when I actually started being in charge of the shows, I realized that it fucking sucked because he played the harmonica so much louder than he sang. So I had to be ready to just like... Pull that volume button down or else everyone's eardrums in the bar would explode because uh, there was just no, he did not do any leveling, of course. That's why you made the big bucks. And that's why I made the hundred dollars a night, which actually is really good. A four hour show was not bad money. (laughs) I would take it. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Ev, that's all I had about the song. There's a couple other versions I want to talk about, but that's all I had. Yeah, that's, that's all I got. Okay. Uh, did you watch the video? Of course I did. Of course you did. Uh, another Rooster Teeth jam.
1: We're yeah, back with RT. Yeah,
0: with yeah uh, that
1: uh, the guy who's the main actor, isn't it? Um, what's his name? Gav- Gavin? I think it's Gavin. Yeah. Yeah, Gavin. Free. Free. Frax- Free, Free, Free Gavin from Free. From Rooster Teeth. He, yes. He was giving me some real Tom Green energy in the video.
0: Yeah, he's very, very silly and uh, overacting, which is yeah, fine. It's not very fun. good at it, but uh, no. yeah. And I know his name is Gavin Free because uh, when Bare Naked Ladies plays this song now, they say instead of greater than Get gravity, they say greater than Gavin Free uh, as a replacement for that line. Which is funny, right? That's nice. nice. Um, this is, of course, the perfect video for Corona Time. <laughs> <laughs> so we are currently in the age of Corona and it is a song about video conferencing. Which yeah, is- I was
1: hoping that it was going to be a video. I was hoping when he caught his crotch on fire, which was the thrust of the video. Like I was hoping the bad things were going to keep happening to him. That would call, be nice. But yeah. Then it cut away and it just became like a social media storm. Yeah.
0: Uh, we should outline the plot of the video, which yes. is uh, a girl and a guy who are ostensibly they like each other. Maybe they're in a relationship mm-hmm. or video chatting. Uh, the guy accidentally catches his crotch on fire after accidentally setting the chat to public. People come in, they see him, and he becomes
1: a viral Start meme. Laughing like immediately. I, think if I were if I were on like. If I were cruising fucking Zoom chat public channels, like <laughs> just like oh, I can't wait for someone to have a public call so I can jump on immediately. Like, what kind of person is that? Yeah, the, it's the, the person up. who will laugh if. So you're just you're just cruising it, and then suddenly something pops on your screen. It's just a guy who's on fire, and your first reaction is, "Oh, look at that fucker!" What kind of person is that? Your
0: answer is Tyler Stewart, Ty, yes. <laughs> Ty the piece of shit Stewart. Tyler immediately. is always looking like he's having the best time (laughs) he's he loves life that dude drinks wine by the gallon every morning (laughs) he's just he is the resurrection of bacchus i think he's a he's a good dude yeah
1: and um do you you got the name, like the maybe Katie 19 I got, I like that. But what's the, that guy 21 reference to?
0: I, I thought it might be, I'll be
1: that girl. That's what I thought too. I was just wondering if there was another BNL song that I was missing.
0: Yeah. Uh, sorry. So to finish the plot, uh, he becomes a viral sensation and then he uh, eventually impresses her with his, uh, because he meets the Naked Ladies, which is her favorite band and
1: jams with them. Yeah. Everybody's mocking him until he meets the Naked Ladies and they turn it around. Uh, why no. does why does everybody like Crotch Fire Guy? <laughs> fire Guy, yes. I was wondering why they would. I was wondering how they would do that because we couldn't just have like the the um social media firestorm where everyone's just mocking him and he like has to leave the internet altogether and move to a different state and you know shave his beard.
0: Well, you know, I don't. Th- I I think a in very easy parallelism would be Star Wars Kid, right? I think oh, that's kind of what's his name? Gislane. Gislane. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that, name. isn't that the name of uh fucking Jeffrey Epstein's wife?
1: Probably. Okay.
0: <laughs> Alright. Um in any case. Uh yeah, like he people loved Star Wars Kid. Like he was popular, except
1: it ruined his life anyway. And he I can't. I thought co- that he was yeah, I thought that his his life was ruined and
0: it but yeah, but people loved Star Wars Kid. Like I mean
1: they liked watching it, but they were mocking
0: him, right? I don't think I think he was kind of celebrated. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But, yeah, he, he... Oh, yeah, I mean, bullying, harassment. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Like, I mean, he looks totally different nowadays, so thank God, right? Yeah. Oh, he is the president of the uh, Patrimon trois Heritage Society. How nice. Um, In, in any case, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I I could definitely see this being a reflection of something real that happens in real life. If somebody does something embarrassing but becomes very popular because
1: of it. Um, I don't know. Would you like to be popular for something embarrassing? No. Neither would I. No one. I don't. Who would? No.
0: Yeah, because then that follows you around. Obviously, it didn't work out for Star Wars, kid. I don't know. Yeah, that's a bummer.
1: It didn't work out for anybody associated with uh, the first three, the prequels. Yeah. for...
0: <laughs> You're right. Um, can we discuss maybe Katie herself? Uh, so the girl in this, her username is maybe Katie. Um, she's a piece of shit, right? Leaving the call when he catches himself on fire? Not just leaving the call. Co- well, yes, leaving the call. But, like, the first thing she says when his crotch catches on fire is not, holy shit, are you okay? It's, yo, this chat is public. You turned the chat to public. Like, she was... I Like... The first thing you should be like is what should I do? Should I call 911? Like she only cared that the chat was public and then hung up on him. And then the only reason she called him later after he was famous is to say I miss you. Hey, I miss you.
2: <laughs>
1: like fuck you, maybe, Katie. I was just wondering what this guy had planned because like he had candles all around, right? Mm-hmm. He was going to sing to her. He has his guitar, out. he's going to sing to her, and he goes to like touch something on his computer and his crotch just goes up. <laughs> like <laughs> The front of his pants were, like, soaked in accelerant. Yeah, well, he works at a gas station. It had to be, because, (laughs) like, I mean... It would take a while. To, I mean, I'm sure that you could set jeans on fire with a candle, but like yeah. he barely touches it. Like, yeah. He like oh, leans forward for yeah. maybe a second at yeah. most, and, and his pants are up. They're on fire.
0: And then the first thing he does is hold his hands in the air <laughs> and waves them like he do care. But it's very like, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't pat his crotch. He doesn't roll around on the ground. He
1: just panics and <laughs> holds his hands up. Very strange. <laughs> I have actually had my pants catch on fire once. Oh, no. It was we were doing uh, flaming shots. And okay. My friend didn't know how to do them right. Okay. So you're supposed to blow out the shot and then drink it, right? Oh, okay. I and he's know like, it. "Well, you you put it on your ma- your you have your mouth make a vacuum over it." So I uh, got flaming liquor poured down my throat, then I coughed flame onto my pants, and they were on fire. Holy shit! It's a whole thing.
0: That rules, though. That's badass. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs>
1: did did you uh, did it? Did you have to go to the hospital? No. No, but I, I did just... become internet famous.
0: Oh. No, I never. No one was. There.
1: Fortunately, no one was video.
0: Um, just like odds are there are so many references in this song that they just fucking pound down double time on like the different social medias, people's names. Like I have a feeling this is just another rooster teeth party that I'm not recognizing. Cause mm-hmm. there's so many characters in this video that are just like, I don't know. Um, I, I thought that they did a very good job aping each of the social medias. They were trying to ape. I thought that it was very, uh, you know, easy to understand i do love that their their version of reddit uh the comments on the video immediately devolved into skepticism about the moon landing Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that made me laugh uh there was a user named what does the fox say who was saying chaos reigns that made me laugh a little uh, uh antichrist reference always gets me right in the funny bone um
1: but, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good, it was a weird, good video. I thought this was yeah, a fun one. Jim, Jim does his weird dance again. Like Jim does his awkward dance and they just keep putting it on screen. Just the same, like two second clip of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> Kev, go, Kev, poor, poor Kev. <laughs> he always looks like he's having just the worst time. I like can't. he just doesn't want to be like, he wants to be there and he wants to be better than he is, but yes. he just can't, he cannot get that.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. Um, I wish that I, I think Kevin is always having a good time, but he doesn't know how to show that he's having a good time. He's got some he's strange social anxiety. Never,
1: it's like one of those, um, like you invite someone to a party and they just sit in the fucking corner all night and don't talk to anyone. Yeah. And then you're like, oh man, they, they hated jo- it. Joman had such a bad time at my party. <laughs> and then, and then they, they like call you like two days later. Like, oh, thank you so much for, I had such a great fucking time. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah. okay. Well, Hey, I'll invite you to more, man. I just thought you had a terrible time.
0: <laughs> in my Tuesday game, one of the players... Is very, 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 very quiet. Doesn't really engage with the plot. Doesn't really, like, talk much or do anything. A- after every session, he gets on the the Facebook chat and goes, like, that was a banger of a session. That was so much fun, guys. I had a blast. Blood- <laughs> <Like, laughs> okay. I- it's cool to kind of have an audience member as part of the crew to just be, yeah. like.
1: <laughs> we used to call them, we called them warm body gamers.
0: And, uh- <laughs> it's fun. And I love them. Um
1: three videos for this album that's a lot of videos for a 12 song album yeah i felt like they took the budget from a regular video and then spread it out over three. yeah
0: yeah uh, but the, you know rt does a lot with a little it seems like mm-hmm. rooster yeah. teeth killed it yeah uh
1: yeah, did you see the behind the scenes on this one i saw like the the two minute thing yeah boring was, yeah just them talking about it but how how weird i can, I can see some of the awkwardness come because they did everything in front of a green screen
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah and how uncomfortable would that be? Just like, you're just standing there with the camera's on you and you're like, mm, come on guys, goon around. Do a little dance. Dance with my monkey. Jim, sit on this and we're going to have an animated Frisbee knock this drink out of your hand so you just have to throw it on the ground.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, they were outside for the one part where Tyler uh-huh. jumped and that was about it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Ty gives a weird little speech about like, hey, anything on social media you got to expect is going to be there forever. Like the most uh-huh. like digital citizenship 101 thing he could possibly <laughs> say. It's just like it sucked, but that's funny. Um, that's all I had about the video. You watch any live versions of this? No. Oh, I did. They were boring because I just wanted to see how different it would be without the production because Mm -hmm. obviously it's not going to be produced live and it sucks. It's, it's not good. It's just boring. It's a boring pseudo country tune with too much word stacking. Like it's a stinker. I like this (laughs) song, but I don't want to see him do it live because I'm just not into it. That's my assessment. Ev, uh, anything else mm. about any other versions of this? Anything?
1: I think we've we've uh we've really filled our time here. We stretched this out. We're talking Did about we? Yodas. Jesus clo- fucking clo- clo- Christ. Yeah. Christ. Okay,
0: well tell me uh which comedian the song is like.
1: This comedian is of course Mindy Kaling. Oh, the Mimby Famous. project. The Mimby project and uh-huh. the office and also the way I know her, the most uh, Ocean's 8 oh okay um, most recently uh i i've heard her as the voice of taffy to mutton fudge in wreck it ralph and wreck it ralph 2 ralph wrecks the internet which my son watches every day the second one. Second one's great oh i started watching the second one and stopped because i hated
0: it but i didn't know that it was uh, maybe it gets better okay never mind well it,
1: it in the on the spectrum of children's movies that i have to watch <laughs> with my son it is sure. near the top my friend sure that checks out so uh, this, of course, is not just not Mindy Mindy herself because she's an accomplished writer and comedian, but her, the character she played, especially like Kelly Kapoor on The Office, um, sort of shallow and ditzy, sort of superficial character, mm-hmm. and uh, her her on and off, her, um, on again, off again relationship with the the BJ Novak character mm-hmm. um, through The Office, and this is sort of this this sort of uh, this song is, um, sort of is an example of how hard they fell for each other at first and then they fall apart and whatnot. And then the, the Mindy Project too is about sort of her wild love life, Mindy Lahiri. Um, it's a sort of, she's a more mature character. And by mature, I don't mean like mature, but she's got more deep. She's got more depth to her than the uh, Kelly Kapoor character. Sure, She was born Vera Mindy Chakalingam. Okay. Which um, I guess my question is, Saker, if you're going to a different country, let's say you and, you and your partner are moving to, I don't know, name a, Japan. Right. And you're having a kid, a new kid. Do right. you give them like a Japanese middle name? Uh oh yeah, Mindy, huh? I, I yeah. don't
0: I feel like for a white person, that's cultural yes. appropriation. <laughs> but I, I for so an Indian too. person, but just, I think it's okay. Let's just okay. say in,
1: I mean, but let's say you are you and your wife are Japanese and you're sure. moving to America. Are you do you give your kid a um uh an American name? And then there are names that are Japanese names that like Ken. Ken is a Japanese name. And an American name. And an American name. Sure. But like there do you give do you like are, is it like uh tatsuya jonathan yamamoto uh
0: i guess i do right yeah why not because i feel like it'll help them to integrate into society better
1: yeah okay and then but there's like that the stuff that like all my chinese friends have you know chinese names but they also have a like western name that they use right and what's weird is all these western names are all from like the 1920s yeah, oh yes yeah it's all my Esthers name is' like, and, yeah, like shoot my name's Julian but uh, I go by Pearl yeah like,
0: it's all like, yeah, like
1: Agatha very like it's strange these, yeah, it's I don't I don't know they just must uh <laughs> I've noticed it and I'm not sure why
0: as have I it's very strange although I gotta tell you this when I went to um Japan I did take on a Japanese name. Uh-oh. It's not cultural appropriation because it was offered to me. Uh Doraemon. my My partner had a uh, uh, uh a host family over there and so she mm-hmm. had a Japanese name that her host mom gave her. And so when I went over there with her uh, for our honeymoon, Ooh,
1: what uh, was your what was your Japanese name?
0: Well, she said, "What what do you I'm like?" "Megashin Shintaro." <laughs> you think you think I look like a Shintaro?
1: <laughs> yeah, damn, you
0: do. Uh, I, she said, "What do you want your name to be and I'll tell you if it fits you." And I said, I think I would like to be a Masaru. <laughs> and so she said, I love it. You are Masaru Hasegawa now. So I have their family oh, name. Oh, nice. So that's my Japanese name. Is I picked it because it was Monkey. Is Masaru Monkey? Uh,
1: so, Saru is Monkey. Uh, Saru. But, oh, right, right. But Ma- you, could use the char- you could use the character for Saru. Was, it, was Ma like new or like ma could be anything oh, okay. All right. <laughs> like there are a hundred different ma's sure, i'm sure depending I was, on what character you i can't I, i'm having trouble remembering now but i was something like new monkey yeah. Was I mean, the kanji I, I was living over in japan they they didn't give me a japanese name they just used, they just applied characters to my name so i was Ebang, but i had the you know i had different characters what what did what did eban mean they were, I don't, I used to remember, but I don't because they were really odd characters they gave me. I've, I've still got the, I've still got the, my Kendo shirt somewhere that has it on there and the Japanese characters. And I can still kind of remember. Bon was the, like, Ichiban, like the Bon, uh, that, but I don't what the, the A was like some weird pronunciation from a Tokyo subway stop. And I'm not sure why, <laughs> what <but the> fuck <laughs> I just remember walking into the, the the dojo one day and there's like all these japanese characters up there and they were like voting on what characters to give me that's cool it was, it was I, love I, that. yeah, I love they, that i love it they
0: were a cool cool bunch of dudes they settled on picturesque muskrat
1: that's the, the that's, meaning of ebon me. number one muskrat <laughs> uh mindy got her start on crossing over with jonathan edwards <laughs> oh you remember that? No. no the religious show it wasn't the religious it wasn't religious because he was like a he was like a confidence man right he'd be like i see i'm seeing something with an m I'm seeing an M by your head. Do you have a? Do you have a? Do you have a um, relative who maybe passed away with an M? M? Wow. Anywhere, in this, anywhere in this side of the audience? Oh my God! Yeah, wild. Yeah. It was one of those shows. It was, okay. like, it was like a sci-fi. It was like a sci on the sci-fi channel for a long time. She apparently hated it. Yeah. But her her um, big break was in 2002 when she and her roommate um, did Matt and Ben. Have you ever heard of that? Where she played she played um, Ben Affleck and her oh. roommate played Matt Damon, and That's it was cute. them. It was a, like them the, the process of them writing Goodwill Hunting together. That's very cute. I like that. No, I'm 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 actually looking at her
0: filmography now. Wreck-It Ralph is literally the only thing I've ever seen with her in it. I am a Mini Ka- a Mini Kaling noob. i you must haven't say. seen Oceans 8? Haven't seen Oceans 8. I haven't it seen It was
1: a lot of good actors wasted on a terrible plot from what I remember. Yikes. That's, uh, cause it was like, like the oceans things, the ocean, all the oceans movies are like, it's all convolution, right? It's like, uh, sure. dun, 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 and you see like, Oh, they turn it around and things like that. But like the, the plan that they came up with to like, it just made no sense to me. Okay. All it was right. neat. It was just needlessly complex.
0: Um, interesting. So, uh, Okay so so it's about Mindy Kaling so how is the song about Mindy Kaling
1: because of her the the office thing the the office and the mini project i mean okay. she's a, like Kelly Kapoor's like quotes this, i can't wait to get pregnant and have babies <laughs> that's really her that's quote. A quote from her yeah yikes and she would often make like incorrect statements about india and her heritage and things like that wow but, and it's it's just primarily the, the the character she was playing in the in the teens right because the office ended in what 2010 2011 yeah and then the mindy project i think went from like 2013 on so that that's the that's the mindy Kaling that ed would have known to write this song about. sure
0: okay that makes sense boy i'm so glad that i skipped over the office
1: the office. Oh God! Seems it is impossible to watch nowadays. I remember horrible. watching it back in the day, and I had to leave the room most of the time. And I tried. I had when my son was really little. I rewatched Parks and Rec and loved it again. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I'll just do the Office again. And I watched two episodes. I'm like, nope, not doing this ever, <laughs> ever. Is it just mean spirited? Is that the just the the Michael Scott character is such a disgusting buffoon. Okay. And it's it's just so it it hurts my heart to watch. Ugh.
0: Yeah, that's I. I can't understand why it's the most popular show in the world. That and Friends are just like wildly popular, and I've never gotten into either of them. I don't know. Um, interesting. Okay, so Mindy Kaling, good boy. I can't wait for her to join the festival that we're throwing. It's gonna be a blast. Love that, Mindy. The <laughs> comedy festival. I think it's about time to rate this song. As usual, Ev, we rate this song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes this song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer, the better. So on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed, Ev, where does this song fall?
1: I'm done with writing. Being an author sucks. I'm into music now. Mm-hmm. I'm into techno electronic music. I'm into the thing where you you sample yourself and you layer and layer and layer you do the whole thing in concert all one time i play play a little guitar then i loop that over some drums over some piano it's gonna be great so i get all my stuff set up i got my electric piano i got my electric guitar i got my drum mixer i got my computer i got my laptop i got the little thing where you press the buttons to Mm -hmm, make the different mm -hmm, layers mm -hmm. i've got the super because i've you know I've been promoted, so I got a lot of extra... I'm like one of those guys who's like, I'm getting really into bass guitars now. And he just gets like a fucking room full of bass guitars. And you're like, oh, what do you what do you play? And he's like, I don't actually play them. Really. <laughs> I just really oh, love them. I just really love them. <laughs> you know, it's like one of those old guys who really wants to get into something. Yeah. And I am that now. That's okay. my midlife crisis. So <laughs> I'm be really into the techno. And I finally... I think I'm finally ready for a concert. So I go and I'm ready for my concert. I'm like, my, my thing is going to be uh, Dad Bod. That's my, that's my sh- stage name. So uh-huh. I come out in like... Just um, like briefs, basically. Okay. And you know, like uh, I come out in briefs and uh, um, just the dad. You know, like when you and your had when you had a sleepover as a kid, and you and your friends were making too much noise, and your dad came down to tell to the basement to tell you to shut the f yep. up. Yep. What that is wearing? So I'm wearing socks. Uh-huh. I'm wearing tidy whities and I'm wearing an undershirt. I come out, and I'm like, Dad bod, <laughs> and then I start like I start playing my boops and boops and blah, But then as I'm walking around, my my foot gets caught in a cord and I try and get it off, but it just wraps it around more and I fall back and oh another, no. another cord wraps around me. And, and finally, and I'm just this monster, like a mummy wrapped in cords. And I've got, you can see skin through it and I'm wrapped up in these cords and I'm just hang dangling there. And I'm like, up. Oh. oh, well, <laughs> and so here I am, here I am just uh, ruined my concert. This is how it's going to be for the rest of my life. Just like this is how it's going to yeah. be for the rest of the BNL and career, career. It's a fine song. I'm wearing undershirts and pants and socks and I'm wrapped in cords. Okay.
0: All right. Interesting. Um for me, uh this song, uh y- you know, I'm walking across the wasteland. Uh <laughs> it's the far, far future and the, you far, know, far f- the year yeah. is twenty
1: twenty six. That's correct.
0: Um, and uh, you know, I obviously can't wear I can't wear my my You know, every day when I wake up, I throw my pair of corduroys on. I love my corduroys. I can't be without my corduroys. That's That's correct. So, uh, but I can't wear them in this new future because the quiet place you keep wearing the
1: crotches out
0: <laughs> number one the crotches are smooth the rest of the pants <laughs> are still corded but those crotches um how does but, he wear down the outside of the <laughs> but the the quiet place monsters will hear me if i'm whooping voop, voop, along right <laughs> yeah. i have to be as quiet as possible so when you this got star- that like
1: wild west like You're walking with your legs as wide as they (laughs) can go.
0: But even that didn't help because I have, of course, the corduroy shirt that I love to wear. And it would sometimes catch on the pants and make a whoop. And then I'd have to fight monsters as they came after me. It sucked. It was horrible, right?
1: What the fuck are you doing, man? The corduroy is making noise. I like corduroy. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) My life has been so hard. Don't I deserve at least one good thing? Don't we all deserve one good thing? People call me the Corduroy
0: Kid. If I take this off, I'm not going to be anybody. They're not going to be my friend anymore. Remember when we had
1: to double back to get you those little Debbie cakes and we almost (laughs) got killed by the robot that shot machine guns?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I deserve this. The robot dog from that Black
1: Mirror episode that (laughs) chased us?
0: Um, so, uh, I have to, so I'm, I'm, wandering through the wasteland and I'm just in my undershirt, my little a-frame undershirt and my boxer shorts and my socks. I even had to take off my corduroy shoes. Um, but you know what? I, I'm not saying anything out loud. I promise I won't because those quiet places. I'm finally quiet at last. Uh, and, uh, that's, that's it for me. I have no corduroy anymore. So yeah, this was a fine song. I actually liked it a lot. Uh, It got down to my underclothes for me, um, and it's probably it's it's one that's probably going to rate really high on this album for me. It might be my summertime for this album. Uh, I'm probably going to come back to it. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, we'll be right back with more. It's all been done. A bare ladies podcast. (laughs) Hi, Evan. What do you want to be when you grow up? Ooh, healthy, happy. (laughs) Uh, um, I want to be, when I grow up, a rodeo clown. Rodeo clown was my go-to when I went to a couple improv shows in Philly, and they had yell out a job. I would go, rodeo clown, and people would, they would always take it onto their scenes. People like the the suggestion rodeo clown. It's a, a fun little
1: suggestion. Do rodeo clowns, I've never been to a rodeo Uh uh-huh um do rodeo clowns actually i mean i know they they're there to distract the Mm bulls after they throw the people who get on them sure do the rodeo clowns actually do any clowning in addition to that
0: that's a great question uh i'm going to say that they do right they're probably the opening act they probably uh warm the crowd up by clowning you don't think
1: clowns are just such a like old world thing right Uh like you know, like the 1920s, I'm going to get myself a sarsaparilla and sit down and the... I mean, I went to the circus a couple times as a kid, and the only thing I recall from it was how uncomfortable the clowns made me, and also how much it smelled like shit. Okay. The whole place smelled like, like <laughs> elephant shit, because the animals are pooping and stuff. Yeah. You know, I've never been to a circus since then, because, you know, they're notoriously cruel and kind of bad places, but... I mean, I went to Cirque du Soleil. But I was gonna are, say, yeah, yeah. Those are, i think that's a different—that's a sure. different animal then.
0: I want—are there any cruelty-free circuses out there? I kind of want to go to a circus. That'd be fun. No, they don't exist. I, I don't know. Okay, well, it's not something
1: I've ever looked—I've ever felt the need to look into. You're,
0: you're asking me to do the labor myself. Fuck this. <laughs> this sucks. I want you to know the answers. Uh. Um, I don't know. Yeah, rodeo clowns. I—I I would. I don't know. I want to see just an all-clown circus. I don't even need the animals. I guess that's just a comedy show. Oh, you've got a Yeah. I mean, well, a comedy show, but with like grease paint, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. I guess I could just hire a clown. Those exist.
1: Yeah, uh, but they do like yeah. magic and stuff now, don't they?
0: Yeah, boy. When my little boy turns cognizant, I'm going to do a clown birthday Full-on party. Clown. Oh, that's going to be fun. Oh, man. I can't wait. Uh, I remember one of the best. I took a picture of it. Uh, one of the best trucks I ever passed on the road was a big white van and on the side was an advertisement for Buffo the Clown who Mm -hmm. was the world's strongest clown and so it was (laughs) a dude with clown makeup and just fucking muscles on muscles like what a great combination of two things I never knew that I wanted together this is you got your honey in my spaghetti and boy Mm. does it taste good
1: Like I'm wondering like what compels someone to be a clown like they want to be like they like look at that and they go yeah i want that i I want that for me it's i mean
0: if you want to be a comedian but you're not funny enough your words (laughs) don't do it you got to be a clown right sorry to all you clowns out there i know it's it's you have to go to clown college
1: uh, clowns have like a long history right there's all like they have they have a real like depth to them like the the types the way your makeup is made like how you're making how you're being made up i have i think i have right here uh Oh boy, Saker! This is called the clown egg register. Yes, I knew about. Th- I was about to tell a, you about that. I didn't know you yeah, had a it's book. A list of a list of everyone's. There's a British um, clowning guild or something, and yeah. then you can you can copyright your makeup, and they paint it onto an egg.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. I love that. Do you think it's a museum or just a register? Can you go and see it? I think
1: you can. I think you can go see it. That's cool. As I, don't, hell. I don't imagine it's very big because there's probably only a couple thousand of them in there. And how many? How much space does an egg take up? So it probably is, it's probably like a nice size. It's one of those um, museums that's also like someone's house.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, there's a couple of those in Cincinnati that I really want to go to. There's the Mineki Neko Museum. that's just like one dude who collects Maineki Neccos, but I kind of want to mm-hmm. see it.
1: I want to go to his house. <laughs> There's a doll museum south of Columbus that I want to go see. And there's also, a, have you ever been to the pencil sharpener museum? Where's that? Which is down near Athens. It's just oh. a, it's basically one of those like outdoor sheds yeah. full of different types of pencil sharpeners. That's
0: fun. No. God, I can't wait to go to more road trips with you, buddy. I miss we're gonna, you. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. <laughs> um, So clowning around. Uh, What did you want to be when you, What? sorry, what do you want to be when you grow up? healthy
1: happy <laughs> i don't know like what about an ogre Ooh, an ogre like all a right. shrek a shrek can i be a shrek sure are trolls
0: and ogres the same thing not in dungeons and dragons oh okay all right <laughs> uh come on I, man i don't know DD. D sucks i say this every time i someone asks me about my role
1: oh, i love DD. and um I just watched, rewatched Shrek the other day with my kid, uh-huh. and Hold I was up. astounded how bad it looked. Really? The I mean, CGI? It held, up a, it held up as a movie, but the CGI looks terrible by now, by wow. modern standards. Interesting. And I just remember being blown away by it when I saw it in theaters back in, like, 2000. Yeah, dude, oh, I remember out that, out too. 2001. Wild. Yeah. It's like, when he eats food, it doesn't even really go in his mouth. Like It does, a Cookie Monster? He just
0: munches yeah, it and, the, and it the, falls the, out?
1: The water is... The water effects are so, like... Yikes bad it's just it's surprising it surprised the hell out of me yeah well you're not watching it for the
0: graphics you're watching it for smash mouths i'm a believer yes that is the reason you're
1: watching it for the dance party at the end I'm watching it for the uh, interspecies romance between dragon and donkey.
0: Oh, when they have in kids. the next movie
1: when they have they did that didn't sucks. they have kids in the yeah. next movie where yeah. it's like they're donkeys with and dragon wings. Half and- of
0: them are pigs and half of them are frogs. <laughs> oh, it's very very strange. This is the comedy, guys. This is the reference. It's called a these
1: callback, are the- baby. These jokes. These are the jokes, <laughs> folks.
0: Uh you know who else does the jokes, folks?
1: <laughs> they, them, theirs. <laughs>
0: yes, they. <laughs> no, they, them, theirs is very serious. Actually, I don't know. They probably joke around. I don't know anything about they, them, theirs, but we should probably listen to them. Uh, Well, that would be, of course, um, Wikipedia. That's right. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Andrew's stuck in some sort of purgatory and has to read the Wikipedia pages for all the movies he was too spooked to watch in the real world. You can listen to Wikipedia's show swap with Rain of They, Them, Theirs. That's right. Rain from They, Them, Theirs reads Wikipedia entries for spooky movies. <laughs> um, this, we had a bunch of show swaps, and I'll probably be doing advertisements for those for a while. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that's, that's something fun you can do. Stop listening to Andrew. Start listening to Rain.
1: It's a crossover. They, Them, Theirs. It's going to be a good time. Do you think we stole any uh, listeners from the Pokemon show we did? Well, it hasn't aired yet. It
0: airs today, as of this record, and I'm very excited to see what people think of it. I'm also very, very nervous because I think people are gonna call us dickhead assholes. But I guess we'll see. I think maybe we're funny enough that
1: we've stolen some listeners. Wouldn't that be nice? You betcha. Do you think they stole any of ours? Are any people just any people stop listening after our? Yes. absolutely they did that's very nice of you to say (laughs) and we'll be back with more it's all been done in just a moment folks and we're back with more
0: it's all been done a bare naked ladies podcast now's the time in the show when we spin this oh oh my god it's so fucking big how do i lift (laughs) this wheel click it a million times and then let it ride the segment this week is called Fun and games. That's games. right, my friend. There's a board game based on this song. What are the mechanics, pieces, etc.?
1: I know we've done this before, so I'll just run through. It, but it's like one of those dating games where it's like <laughs> that the phone. Like, you called Paul, but <laughs> but the thing is, everybody is such a archetype. Like you pull out like a picture of a guy, but the guy's face is grayed out, like you can't see him or anything okay. like that. <laughs> right, because nothing is specific in this song. Nothing specific. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Oh no, it's um. It's like a, remember that, or don't there was that time, I'm sure they're still doing it, but like the kids games where the, the whole shtick is it has like one little, one little thing. It's like, don't wake daddy, crocodile, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just got like one big plastic thing. But this mm-hmm. thing is a, uh, um, like a big, what what a, a high school girl, a, a tween girl thinks that a hot guy is. Okay. That's but the, it's, made of, it's made out of plastic. Is like it a bust
0: wait. or is it a whole, a whole figure? It's like a bust. It's okay. a bust.
1: Okay. But he's got these, uh, um. The, the, the shtick is you, you cycle through, the you pull out a card, and the card matches a pair of lips in the uh, in the game itself. And uh-huh. you stick the lips in, and then you have to kiss the lips. <laughs>
0: okay. And then you stick the lips on the person and the card in his head. And then when you kiss the lips, it says, you kissed right. Or, no kissy, <laughs> no kissy. <laughs> yeah, you betcha. <laughs> and then you have to. So it's a game with perfect information. You can memorize which pair of lips it's describing. You have uh, to kiss
1: each pair of lips in a certain way oh oh no, no 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 you blindfold yourself and you okay. kiss the lips right and you have to guess from the the cards which which, which lips they were
0: okay who, yes. who it was right mm-hmm. like uh philip's lips are soft and pillowy uh damien's yes. lips
1: are hard and terrifying and the game is called spin the bible <laughs> the, the, uh, the little a little spinny thing where you, you have to you pick the lips out as a is a bottle that you spin back and forth it's perfect yes and it specifically says you cannot kiss any other players of the game you, you can got a kiss yeah because because all the boys get angry if they catch you kissing anybody else
0: <laughs> sure yes and it does have a sort of a radar in it where it could tell if you're kissing a person in the game and really it's it's giving data to the nsa about your living well, room I,
1: the first time yeah the first time you kiss it it takes a little uh, takes a little swab from it inside your mouth you're fucking if you start <laughs> bleeding a little bit and then if it when you kiss it again if it tastes anybody else on there <laughs> go, eh, eh, alert, alert alert fuck i love this. hey what you been doing tina how did it know my name how, new how did it, it downloaded my browser history Fuck.
0: yes yeah new player registered <laughs> and then it gets like your oh, fucking yeah, you ancestry.com you, you have to download the app <laughs> you have to give a 23 in me before you play this game. Okay. It knows your relatives. Oh, uh, oh. So this is really just an
1: F- You taste like 20% Neanderthal.
0: <laughs> 20% I'm 80% Italian and 20% Neanderthal. I'm fucking poly short, Encino man, just fucking oh. good lord. Um yeah, that's we've solved this game. <laughs> this, did I say that out loud? Good fucking segment. Now's the time in the show when we take a question from our friends, our fans, our tasty little tacos. Here's a question from our friend, Jared. This question is called Query. In the Iron Druid Urban Fantasy series by Kevin Hearn with an E... Druids are given the power to transform into four animals. These animals are revealed to the neophyte druid during the magical tattooing ritual that connects them to the earth spirit, Gaia. The four Uh animal forms are a land predator, a water-dwelling mammal, a bird, and a swift, four-legged, typically hooved animal for speedy travel. What... This is a big question. I almost don't want to do it. What four animals would each of the boys be granted? What four animals would Evidence Saker choose for themselves if they could bend the initiation ritual to their wills? May Harmony find you, Jared. Okay. I think think we can't. we've got to do 24 animals. We we cannot do this. (laughs) What we have to do is we have to assign one of each of these to each of the ladies and then say... Uh, you know, so I think Ed is a land predator, and he best yes. represents blank. And this, these are our forms, Ev. So we share forms. We could each transform into one of the bare ladies, who also happens awesome. to be. Or well, we can
1: transform into the animal form of a bare naked lady.
0: Yes, the animal form of one of the bare naked ladies. So I'm going to copy these into the chat here so you are not lost. So these are the four forms that oh, we I have got to them. work with: Land oh, okay.
1: Predator, Water Dwelling Mammal, uh, Bird, and a Swift Four Legged. <laughs> I mean, I know Druid shit, dude. <laughs> okay, sorry. This is pretty, co- this is pretty common stuff, so Get with the program.
0: All right. So, uh which let's start with land predator. I think we both know who the land predator is. Can we say it on Tyler. three? Yes. Okay, Tyler. Absolutely. It's Tyler without a doubt. So, which land predator would Tyler be? Oh boy. That's a tough one because I feel like it's got to be something fierce, but not necessarily fast and not necessarily smart either. Maybe I see, a, Ty- I see Tyler as like a bear. Yeah, I was just about to say a grizzly or a uh, some sort of lazy bear.
1: Yeah. It, <laughs> Is he? <laughs> I don't think he's lazy. He's got tons of energy. That's true. He is an energetic bear. He's like he's like a go getter. Ty Tyler is. So I don't know if bear necessarily works for him. Now that I think about it, something that's. Uh... But he's not. <sighs> he's not a big cat. You know what I mean? I did. De- I definitely don't see him as a big cat. Ooh, what about
0: a panda for Tyler? I pandas are especially lazy. I've always thought,
1: aren't they? Know. They're all roly poly, running around like little goobers. Yeah, and they're so cute. Like, a... okay, wait, wait bear with me bear kung, kung fu panda oh tyler.
0: fuck okay so he's poe i think that's almost perfect yes uh all right so
1: tyler, <laughs> tyler is, is
0: poe the kung fu panda oh
1: is tyler a crocodile
0: i guess that's not a land
1: i guess it's like, sort of is a here's lake. the thing about kung fu panda do they we see poe eat a lot of noodles and like rice and stuff mm-hmm. but do they eat other animals because they are animals
2: I, so would, like, if, I would. If he's
1: eating noodles, the noodles have like a broth. The broth is usually made from like stewed animals. So it's like his dad, the duck I, dad, like killing, chopping up other animals. Because we only ever see him chop up vegetables. You know, I would bet you that it's all a vegetable-based broth
0: in the Kung Fu Panda <laughs> universe. I hate to tell you, but I'm I'm almost sure that they are all uh, herbivores in the Kung Fu Panda universe. Even
1: the
0: even like the bad guys, bro. I'll tell you how many times I've seen Kung Fu Panda. Zero. I've seen oh. about 15 minutes of it
1: in the waiting room at my son's doctor once. I have watched every Kung Fu Panda, and I've watched them with the writer of this question, Jared Anderson. <laughs> really? You guys watched yeah, we went and saw the newest Kung Fu Panda in theaters. I don't know why. What the fuck? Because Jared, Jared was like, he just uh, Facebooked me. He's like, hey, man, the new Kung Fu Panda's out, and I really like the Kung Fu Panda series, and I don't, I don't want to go alone. And I'm like, you know what? That's I actually do want to see this with horrible. you. Let's go watch the Kung oh Fu Panda. Let's go watch God. Kung Fu Panda, and it was great. We had a great time. Is there how many Kung Fu Pandas are there? Three. Okay.
0: Uh, uh is four come Because I want to go with you guys. I would love to go oh, see great. Kung Fu Panda. Great. Invite before. yourself
1: to Under our day. Third wheel. Again. I am. <laughs> I
0: don't care. Uh, yeah. Okay, it's in production right now. Great. Perfect. All right. Cool. I'm going with you. <laughs> okay. I would love to You're see him.
1: Okay. So water dwelling <laughs> mammal. Uh, obviously Kev. Obviously manatee
0: done a bird
1: <laughs> i'm not even gonna question you i'm
0: just gonna move on uh jim, jim stork jim i was just about to say jim stork <laughs> why is that so pervasive sure uh and uh a hoofed. what other hoofed animals for speedy travel are there besides for horse
1: that ed can be mean, you could be like a splay hoofed animal like a cow or a goat or something uh oh and pig a pig for speedy travel I mean speedy travel is implied a
0: deer maybe right? i mean camel. ed is I was gonna say a camel seems fun for ed yeah um i had an oxen that's not speedy yeah mm-hmm. uh, i don't know what about a mountain goat Mountain goat is good. You know what? I'm going to say maybe some sort of elk. Like some majestic.
1: Oh, majestic a elk. Moose.
0: Canadian moose. A Canadian moose. Okay, perfect. Yes. The greater Canadian moose. So, Ev, the four forms we can transform into are a Canadian moose, a stork. Was it a stork? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck was Kevigan? You said it so quickly that it's already left my brain. Manatee, a manatee, and Poe the kung fu panda, <laughs> panda
1: voiced by Jack Black. <laughs>
0: voiced by Jack Black, even though it somehow represents Tyler Stewart. Yes, these are the four,
1: and they're perfect. And uh sure, I bet, I bet Tyler Ty does a really good Jack Black. I don't. Maybe he does. Jack Black's Who, got a real. I think he's got an easy voice to just sort of. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about like, singing. When he sings on the concerts, oh. in the concerts, Thi- Ty will come out and belt something. Oh, like he...
0: <laughs> <not>. <laughs> We were just talking like that... about this on the Discord, Ev, which you wouldn't know, even though you're in there nine times as different characters. <laughs> but we were talking about how-
1: we're, When you say we, you just mean you and me.
0: Like, oh, no! <laughs> 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 we were talking about how Ty is really good at belting, but he's mm-hmm. not a good singer. Uh, and I feel like how Jack Black is really good at singing and belting. You know, Ty mm-hmm. can bust out a Queen tune, but he's just he's going like this the whole damn time and really
1: using his power.
0: But like, it's not it's
1: not <laughs> like every, that should be every Queen song. She's <laughs> like, there's the whole damn time and really using my power. Uh, but
0: yeah, so I don't I don't know if he could do a great Jack Black. He could do he could do the tenacious these skits. Ty is one of those people who goes cock ass all the time. <laughs> That's who he is. Deep in his heart. <gasps> Ebo. Mm-hmm. We slotted it in. <laughs> we didn't even have to think about it. We just shoved it into the slot. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <man. laughs> That's another episode of It's All Been Known A Good Ladies podcast. This time for Did I Say That Out Loud? Uh, it's kind of an urkel sentiment, right? Did I say <sighs> that out <laughs> loud? <laughs> um, Ev, what do you have to plug this week?
1: Obviously, '90s family sitcoms. Sure, absolutely. Family Matters, all in. Double family, got my family (laughs) (laughs) on the family. Ev, how many NDAs are you
0: under right now? Three. Three is a lot of NDAs to be under. Yeah. That's a, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I guess it is. It's pretty cool that you're under so many fucking NDAs. Like that rules. I don't know. I'm just I'm excited about
1: your future plugs.
0: But except you don't fucking plug anything on this goddamn
1: <laughs> podcast. It sucks. All right. Oh, I promise I will plug my stuff when it comes out. Okay. I'm sure that our lovely listeners will buy up to and including 3 copies.
0: I just I want people to know that you're working on Kung Fu Panda 4. Like I just think it's oh, sacred. <laughs> beep. beep <wait> a <laughs> oh, there's a car outside your window. Beep, beep. It's DreamWorks. I think they're gonna shoot you. There's a red dot on your forehead. Um, Ebbo, this week, I'm gonna plug sweaters. You could put them on at work. You look professional, and they're not button ups. Button ups are bad during the winter. You can wear a sweater every day. Nobody's gonna look weird at you. You could throw them in
1: the washing machine. You don't have to take them to the dry cleaners. I like button-ups because I can choose how tight I want my collar to be. There's really only two options: vary and not vary, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that's more options than any other type of shirt provides, except for the zippers, zip fronts. Sw- so I guess we're both we're both plugging zip, zip neck sweaters. F- yes, exactly. That's the only logical maximum <laughs> neck comfort.
0: <laughs> only logical
1: thing to plug on this
0: episode. All right, Ebbo, uh, this has been yeah. a fun one. I am your friend.
1: I am your friend, and I love you. (laughs) I
0: love you too. I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in one week.